This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, welcome. Okay, I don't like the way I say hello, so I'm just going to say it normally. Oh, that was my normal. But sometimes my normal is just cringy to me. Are you ever just cringy to yourself? Sometimes my normal, like, I do things, I'm like, this is this is actually normally how I would have said it. That's embarrassing. Welcome, or welcome back to the kingdom. Ooh, my voice cracked. Um... If you're watching, and I think, I think I may have made a mistake. Actually, I'm not sure, but I feel like I moved all my Spotify listeners over to YouTube. Like my YouTube views are way up when it comes to the podcast, but then on Spotify or like Apple, it's gone down, and that's because I keep referring to how this looks on camera, and so everyone's like, oh. I want to go see how this looks on camera. So I just want to make one quick call out. Then I won't say anything about the on camera again, okay? Because I am an avid Spotify, Apple podcaster. I don't listen to podcasts on YouTube. And so I should stop. <laughs> but for those who like watching it on YouTube, well, this is great. There's a bit of a change in the setup. I am no longer on the throne. Wow. 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 Maybe this is going to be a little hint as to what 2024 is about. Me getting off the throne. I had a good call out from my pastor last Friday. And he was like, put God back on the center. Put God back in the center. And I don't mean to be too like deep or like overthinking things, but I was ready to record the podcast today and I was like, I don't think I should be sitting on the throne chair. I think, yes, I got the throne chair for the podcast, but it's supposed to just be here. (laughs) I'm not supposed to be on it, you know? I'm not the one on the throne, and this is not my kingdom, so why am I on the throne? And so I'm now off the throne. I'm sitting right next to it, as it should be, and I feel better about this. Maybe I'm overthinking it. The throne chair is so comfortable, though, like sitting in it and just talking is so comfortable. So maybe maybe I don't want to make too many drastic announcements. Like I'm getting off the throne. Right now, this is how I feel, okay? In for 2024 is just changing your mind. So if I decide that I actually like how the throne chair looks on camera, I might sit back on it. But But just know that I'm not on the throne. And that's what's important. God is on the one on the throne, not me. 
So I took myself off the throne. One, just to see kind of how it looks on camera. I feel like it creates a little bit more of a of a room as opposed to how the throne was just centered and it was just like me and you couldn't even see the whole thing. I think now it kind of looks better. There's Lucas's paintings up top, which is like, you know, part of the kingdom. There's some flowers right next to me. I'm here and the throne is right by my side. And I like that it it creates a little mise-en-sense, right? Thing that's what it's called. And I like it. And also I love the symbolism that I don't need to be the one sitting on the throne. It's for God. Even though I may sit on it occasionally. Let's keep moving on. Welcome. I'm not going to be doing a welcome or exiles for this episode because this whole episode is my welcoming and exiling for the entire 2024. So if you see me doing something, just say, Karen, go back to go back to your ins and outs list. Like if you see me doing something that I said was out, just be like, mm, you are doing something that you said was out. But also, let's normalize changing our opinion. <laughs> but everything that I wrote here, I genuinely feel like I don't need to be doing any of this in 2024. And so I'm not going to. And so you won't catch me, just in case. Um, yeah, I created a list of ins and outs of 2024. <laughs> and I'm going to finally start off the episode with the first in, which is making your own ins and outs list instead of looking to the internet to tell you what's in and what's out. A good call out. Let's exit the podcast right then and there. <laughs> Let's all click off. You don't need to hear my ins and outs. I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? Like, yes, listen to my ins and outs because you may take something away that is your in. But there's so many ins and outs that I've been seeing online and I naturally want to start adapting to these things. And it's like, is that for me? And so I wanted to create my own. And I think this should make you create your own. Like, just take inventory of your life and just what what am I doing that's in? What am I doing that's out? Um, I need better lighting for here. So I will get better lighting. But I think the studio is coming together. I think the podcast studio is coming together. Such a tangent or a sidebar. It was a sidebar. I don't know why my head went there. I looked and I, I don't know. I am so sorry. Please forgive me. I think or I know that I definitely have ADHD. It has been a long time coming of me making this um, <laughs> announcement. I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of ADHD also right now is self-induced, you know? We can't sit still. We can't we can't be bored. We don't give ourselves time to be bored. And and look at me. I am not talking about ADHD. I should be talking about my ins and outs. So that's my first in, 
is making your own ins and outs list. So after this episode, make your own. See what resonates with you, see what doesn't, and make your own. And share it with your friends or keep it to yourself. Let's normalize keeping it to ourselves. <laughs> Lots of things are in, and I'm going to be going in, out, in, out. Um, and <laughs> yes, please take your head out of the gutter. First, no, that wasn't my first in. That's not my first in. Second in is this app called Screen Zen, which I would love to tell you about. Um, Screen Zen, I downloaded it maybe a month ago. I got it from my one of my favorite YouTubers and podcasters, Hindsight. I've spoken about him on here, I think. He is the best. I love him. He introduced me to Screen Zen, I think. And it's an app where you download it and then you can pick all the apps that you want. I know I started this off and it sounded like a um, a sponsorship. Um, I tricked you guys. It, this episode is not sponsored. But also, I don't want you to think that anything that I do say that is sponsored, I don't genuinely like. Because I notice that me and other YouTubers or inf- or podcasters will genuinely recommend something and say it's not sponsored. So believe me, which makes you think that when something is sponsored that don't believe me. But no. Um so I shouldn't have added it in there. I don't know why I did. Anyway, Screen Zen, it's an it's a screen monitoring app. And you download it and you add like all your um you add all the all the apps that you want to monitor your usage of. So that for me is Instagram, Reddit, um, TikTok, Facebook. I put Facebook on there. I don't go on Facebook, but I just realized that when I block all the other apps, I will start mindlessly scrolling on Facebook because I need something to be scrolling you know what i mean i need to be scrolling on something all the time i can never let myself be bored and that's not good because boredom produces creativity and so let yourself be bored that's going to be my third in is boredom but moving on screen zen it has been helping me so much because here's here's how i use it i put all these groups this these apps into one group and then you can create a setting for that so you click like how many how many opens should i allow myself for how long and so i've given myself 10 app opens a day so 10 opens on instagram 10 opens on on tiktok those are my two main ones 10 opens on reddit and then once the 10 is over, it's blocked. I cannot I cannot access the apps unless I change the setting and then increase it to 15 opens, which I've definitely done. I've definitely hit 10 opens and then <laughs> changed the settings to 15. And 
then it unlocks and it allows more opens. But that's bad. That's cheating. Don't do that. And actually what that does is it, it, it recognizes that you're doing that and it erases your streak. So it's keeping up a streak of how long you can keep up with the settings and the control system that you've put on your phone. And whenever you tweak it, it'll erase your streak. And who doesn't like building a good streak? So screen zen, the word screen and then zen it's so helpful so i have gone days where i won't open instagram i won't open instagram that much but at the end of the day i'll realize oh i only opened instagram three out of ten that's amazing or sometimes i will use all my opens like i'll use like eight opens and it's only it's only 2 p.m and so then i have to carefully choose how I'm going to spend the last two opens on the day. So I'll open my phone and it also makes you ask a question to yourself like, is this important? Check back later. Maybe take a deep breath. It has like all these different prompts. And then it'll say, yeah, I'll, I'll open it and then I'll realize that I only have two opens left and I'm like, hmm, is this important? Should I use my open for this? And then I decide, yeah, actually it is important or no, it's not. And so, yeah, but I have been keeping up with my streak for 18 days now, 18 days. I've only allowed myself 10 opens a day for all the apps. And it also shows me how many times I did click on Instagram and then like exited. So it, it has a whole bunch of stuff. It's really cool. I love it. It's really helped me to be honest, to kind of, lower my consumption and I'm realizing I'm be I'm able to do more things during the day which is really nice okay in number three like I said is boredom allowing ourselves to be bored why have we deprived ourselves of such a necessity such as boredom we cannot be bored anymore these days like we just always, there's always something to do to keep us occupied. Are we bored? Netflix. Are we bored? YouTube. Are we bored? TikTok. Are we bored? Instagram. Like, let yourself be bored. Sitting. I'm bored. What are you going to do when you're bored? Then your mind starts, that's when your mind starts turning. The wheel starts turning. Like, okay, there's some downtown, down, downtime. We don't know how to occupy it. What do we do? Uh, uh, uh. And then you start thinking of looking at things to do outside of your phone, like maybe cook a meal or iron your clothes or go outside, go on a walk, draw, read, you know, let yourself sit in boredom, please, please. It's so important because I'm realizing this about myself. I never let myself be bored and that kills creativity because when you're not letting yourself be bored, you're not coming up with ideas on your own. Your brain is not turning and looking for new information, putting things together because it, you're feeding it so much. And so when I go to sit down and I go and make a video, or I go put an outfit together, or I go do anything, you know, creative, I've been fed so much information. My brain doesn't even have time to come up with things on its own because I'm constantly feeding it stuff. So it's just replaying me things. And so then I look around and I'm like, all my tastes, everything that I like has been 
has been made via my algorithm and I don't have a personal, I don't have any personal taste. I don't have hobbies on my own. I don't have things that I'm doing. I'm not idle, you know, and I don't have things that are me because I'm feeding myself things. So let yourself be bored. Let yourself be idle. Sit still for a second. Okay. Out. Doom scrolling. I think a lot of these things are going to kind of mesh and all. But, and it's really interesting that as someone who is on the internet so much, I am actively fighting back against the internet. But it feeds me. It feeds me and my family. Doom scrolling um, actually does not feed me and my family, but soon, soon, soon. Doom scrolling is when you know you should stop scrolling, but you can't. And you have that voice in your head that's like, oh, this is bad. I should stop, but I can't stop it. As soon as you feel that, stop it. Honestly, I feel like sometimes that's the Holy Spirit. Just stop, stop it, stop it. Stop doing things that are bad for you. And doom scrolling can be like, it's usually in the wee hours of the night. Like for me, I'll say goodnight to Lucas or even before we were living together, like, uh, it should be my bedtime, you know, I'm going to bed. But then he falls asleep or, you know, I say goodnight, like I get in bed, I'm really ready to fall asleep. And then I start, I start and I can't stop. And then all of a sudden it's 12, it's 1 a.m. And here I am wide awake, wide awake. Sometimes it also happens in the morning. And those are really the worst times. And that's truly when, Doom scrolling happens late at night, early in the morning. I wake up. I'm like, oh, such a beautiful day. Let me go on Instagram real quick. Why? Why? Why are you going on Instagram real quick? So, yeah, going on Instagram real quick, it turns to three hours. And I've just been boom, 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 which is why, which is why um, Screen Zen is so helpful because it has helped me stop doom scrolling. Like, I give myself 15 minutes per open which is still a lot if you add up all those minutes together, but at least it's controlled, you know? So after 15 minutes, the screen goes blank, app is locked again. You can you can unlock it again, but that will be one of your opens for the day. So it cuts off my scrolling at, at 15 minutes, which is really nice. And then you can also make it way longer, but then that defeats the purpose. You know, what is the purpose of Screen Zen? If you are using, if you're making yourself or giving yourself 20 opens a day and then 40 minutes per open, like that's just bad, bad. In the gym. Can you believe it? We have started going to the gym. We have signed on to a full time gym. (laughs) What is a full time gym? I don't know. We've signed on to a gym, though. We've signed on to a gym. And we've actually been going. Um, I don't know the last time I went to a gym. Like, I don't even, I don't know the last time I stepped foot at a gym. Definitely two years ago. I know I was actively working out in 2021, trying to, trying to be thick, trying to get a big butt, you know. And then (laughs) I think I got a man and I was like, okay, why do I need to work out anymore? 
That's the wrong, wrong, wrong mentality, baby. So we're going to the gym again. There's a gym, five-minute walk from our home, and it's been so nice. It's so aesthetically pleasing. It's so calming. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, and they have classes. Like, they have Pilates, so I could do Pilates three times a week. And then they have... They have Pilates, they have vinyasa, yoga, which is like a workout. It's not even yoga at all. I don't even know what that is. I did Pilates and vinyasa yoga back to back, and that was really bad. <laughs> um, I also don't even think I'll do vinyasa yoga ever again, to be honest. I know how we feel about yoga, but there was not any of the, like, chance i mean there's no chance but any of those like movements it was more like it was something i don't know i don't even know how to describe it anyway there's there's cycling yes there's cycling there's uh cardio there's boxing like there's all these group things and then there's also the spa element my my location doesn't have the spa but i could go to this another location and try out the spa if i wanted to and there's like sauna steam room cold plunge i'm not doing the cold plunge but you know the spa and then there's the actual workouts like the machines the the everything everything you need in the gym i have it at my gym I mostly signed up because of the group classes, though, because I I was looking at Pilates memberships, and they were like $400 a month, and that's crazy. So we looked into a gym that just has Pilates, and, and they have that and more, and so much more for like a fraction of the cost. Just kidding. It's kind of expensive as well, but it's not as bad as $400. And so, and it's only four minutes away, walking distance, well, kind of five. And so it's perfect. I've been going almost every morning, to be honest. I've been going um, around seven, and I'm in there for like almost two hours. I come back, I'm so pumped and excited. I'm really excited to start working on my body again. I think that. There's something about movement that, like, the at-home stretching and Pilates I was doing just wasn't cutting it. And being able to actually walk outside, get fresh air, be in a room full of people working out, and then come back. It it has changed my days so much. Like, it has really, it's made me kind of happier. <laughs> like, dare I say it, I am more excited for the mornings. Like, I'm actually excited to go work out. And then coming back, I'm just really excited. I have been very, very, very happy with this gym. I look forward to it every day. And I met up with, um, like, a personal trainer today. I'm not getting a personal trainer, but something the gym offers is that they'll give you one session with a personal trainer. And he told me to not come to the gym as often as I've been doing. He's like... I think, like, three times a week is fine. But I've been going, like, five times a week, which is okay. But that's only because I signed up last week, so I'm just truly excited. I'm sure as the weeks go on, I will take his advice and (laughs) be going 
three times a week, maybe four. But I love, I love the group workouts. And I feel like it's just such the perf- such a perfect way to start your day. A good workout. So that's in. Out is comparing yourself to others. That's funny. Why did I write this? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's out. I, that should have been out. I don't even know why it's on this list because it should never have been in. But I realized that this is something that I do. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. You just can't help it. But it's also, it's also about, it kind of has to do with doom scrolling and not monitoring your screen time and just like letting yourself go all in on the internet on the on the internet <laughs> is that you start to compare yourself to other people and you it's really interesting because if I'm walking outside I, I'm walking outside Lower East Side you know Manhattan Soho this is the hub of fashion like you see people beautiful people fashionably fashionably dressed like head to toe they look gorgeous I can see them and say, wow, like they look so good. Like I love that and be inspired. For some reason, if I started following that girl that I just saw, that I love her outfit and I'm inspired by it, if I just started following her on Instagram, I would start comparing myself to her. Now it goes from being inspired to almost envy because now I'm seeing, oh, this is who she hangs out with then. These are the places she got her clothes from. You know, I see her walk by. I don't know the brands she's wearing. I just like how it looks. But then I start following her on Instagram. Oh, it's from this brand and this brand and this brand. And, oh, this is where they're going every day. And this is who they're hanging out with. And this is, like, their life, you know. And I'm starting to see their life. And I'm I'm almost starting to get envious. And so I think... I think naturally, once you start limiting your screen time, you will realize that you're not comparing yourself to others anymore because you're not looking at other people's lives. And I know this advice directly will impact me because as a an influencer or someone who is on social media and creating content, you want it to be consumed. You create content for others. I'm making this episode for you. And I want you to listen. I'm I'm posting on Instagram because I want to show my outfits and I want to um, show where I eat and all the things that I'm doing, all the fun things. And so this advice is probably not going to benefit me because I don't want you guys to stop watching me. You know what I mean? But I don't want you to be envious. And that's why I think that taking in and content in little doses is fine you know just getting a little dose of content is not bad we live in a content-based world and that's all right but being consumed by somebody else's life and just starting to envy them is really bad I was really honestly right now sometimes I still have to check myself like why are you envious and I also have to constantly remind myself like that is not the end goal. Whatever you're envying is not the end goal. The end goal is, for me, the end goal is heaven, to be honest. The end goal is an eternity with my father where nothing matters. And we don't die taking all these things with us. So 
yeah, I, I want that to be out. Envy and jealousy and comparing yourself. Oh, I don't have this. Or I don't have that. None of that matters because all of that is vanity. And you know, nobody's taking any of this with them. It's nice to enjoy, but no. So, yeah. Um, in loud budgeting. I actually stole this one from a TikToker. I want to give credit to him, but I can't remember his username. Um, loud budgeting, though. He talked about loud budgeting. He said, he said, out is quiet luxury in loud budgeting. Like, just saying, oh, I can't afford that. Or... I don't I don't want to spend money on that. It's not in the budget. And I think that I am I am adopting that. That's one in that I've seen on the internet that I, I'm stealing and I'm making it my life wholeheartedly for this year. I'm just budgeting, like loud budgeting, actively saying I don't want to spend money on that or I don't want to go out to eat. It's too expensive. Your friend suggests a restaurant. Mm, that restaurant's a little pricey. Can we look at something else? Like, let's normalize saying that. Let's normalize saying, "Oh, why? I'm only gonna get a a tea. I'm only gonna get. I'm only gonna get a croissant. I'm only gonna get one thing. I'm only gonna get one thing because I can't afford it. <laughs> well, maybe you don't have to say it like that, but you know what I mean. Like, it's just I'm not in the budget. Like. Just let's normalize saving. I think that inflation and overconsumption is starting to get to us. And no one is saying anything, but it's starting to slowly creep in where we're not seeing we're not seeing the vacations to Tulum and the vacations to Cabo San Lucas and um the everyday dinners at Carbone anymore where we're starting to be low key and quiet and i don't even think i bought a single piece of clothing item last year i got a lot of clothing from brands which i'm really grateful for thank god i don't have to spend money but i i, I just at some point stopped buying things one because it wasn't in the budget and two i don't feel the need to anymore and so yeah, loud budgeting. No more quiet luxury. <laughs> Let's be loud about our budgets. And if your budget is big, good for you. But let's just be loud about saving, about eating in, you know? About not buying this new thing because everyone's saying you need it. Is it in the budget? Also, make a budget. Make a budget. I'm speaking for myself and the girlies. Get it, be married to Lucas. This is the most I've even thought about a budget. He's very diligent with his budgeting and saving and making sure that finances are being allocated where they need to be, which I am not like that at all. And so it's been really nice having him be like that because I'm like, okay, I know the future of our family is in good hands because he cares about the budget. And and that inspired Clara, my sister, to make a budget as well. And that's that just made me so happy. And so make a budget and set some money aside for saving. A lot of us don't have savings. 
and I've definitely been there. I didn't have savings. I was living paycheck to paycheck. No matter how big the paycheck was, it was paycheck to paycheck. And it's like at some point, it's you just at some point don't blame the economy that you're not getting paid enough. It, the problem is you. You are not saving and you're not spending well. And so start saving, okay? Loud budgeting. That's in. Out. That friend that you never actually want to hang out with. Stop hanging out with them. Stop hanging out with them because they asked. And stop hanging out with them out of pity. And stop hanging out with them because you feel like maybe this time it'll be better. (laughs) No. It's always the same. They're always the same. And so stop hanging out with them. In. First Thessalonians 4, 11 to 12. That is my mantra for this year. I'm going to um, read this to you. And that is the one Bible verse that's in for 2024. I just feel it deep in my heart. First Thessalonians 4, 11 to 12. And make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your hands, just as we told you so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. Wow. I'm I'm just going to read that again. And make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. What a beautiful, beautiful verse or verses. That's in. No further explanation needed. Lead a quiet life. Work with your hands. Basically, mind the business that pays you. (laughs) That's what the Bible is saying. Mind the business that pays you. Work hard and lead a quiet life. And, and don't be looking at other people. Mind your own business. So that your daily life may win the respect of others. And so that you're not dependent on anybody. Point blank, point blank, period. Enough said, mic drop. Out. Eating out whenever something looks good. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I walk by and I'm like, Yes, I want that. I'm going to go grab it. Every time I walked by something that looked good, 
it's also a form of gluttony. <laughs> like, you don't need to buy it just because it looks good. Food, outfits, whatever. If something looks good, guys, mind-blowing, mind-blowing statement. You can actually make that at home. I'm, mm, I know, I know, I know our parents always said we have food at home. And I never really, I hated that. Why? I don't want the food at home. I, I want this one. But I've been cooking a lot more. Lucas loves to cook. So we've been cooking, like we cook every day. We cook like two, th- two times a day. And it's so fun. And I'm just realizing how easy it is to make something that you see online. like Or even a dish that you think of like, oh, I'm really craving jollof. You could actually make jollof. You know, I'm really craving pork belly, a pork belly sandwich. You could definitely make that. You could make almost anything. I feel like there's so many things you could actually make yourself that I underestimated because I never liked to cook. And I always thought that when I wanted delicious food, I had to go get it somewhere. But think of that delicious food you want. Google a recipe. It'll give you the list of ingredients. Go to go grocery shopping. Let's normalize grocery shopping. <laughs> I feel like a lot of these things I'm saying, I'm just not realizing for the first time. But that's because I, I wasn't grown. I feel like I just grew up, like, within the last month. And now I'm grown. Okay, I'm telling you right now, I'm grown. And so we have food at home. In caring about your gut health that's a new in for me i realize i look bloated 90 percent of the time and a lot of times i've been mistaken for as being pregnant i'm not pre- sometimes i have a flat belly like sometimes you could almost see abs that's like maybe 30 percent of the time 70 percent of the time my stomach looks like i'm pregnant and I am starting to care about it. You know, at first I didn't care. At first I was like, oh, I developed my dad's belly. My dad has a big belly. I'm like, oh, that's just one more thing I got from my daddy, his belly. And I was just, you know, I didn't care. I was like, oh, I don't care. And, you know, sometimes it's freeing not to care, but now I care. Now I care. Now I'm having more probiotics. Now I'm reading more about gut health avoiding lots of spicy food, which is going to be hard because I love African, I love Ghanaian food, not African, Ghanaian. I love Ghanaian food and I love, I don't know why I said not African. I haven't tried any other foods from Africa other than Ghanaian foods. So I just wanted to make that specific specification. Um, and I love Asian food, lots of Korean, especially Korean and Vietnamese, so there's just a lot of spice, and I'm starting to starting to care more about what I eat and how that affects my gut. So drinking kombucha, eating kimchi, you know, looking into collagen and healthy bacteria and avoiding foods that are going to lead to indigestion and an inflamed stomach and all these things. Because I, I really... 
I want to care about my stomach and I don't want to look like I'm pregnant when I'm not, especially now that I'm married. Um, y'all will really think I'm pregnant, you know, before you guys were like, absolutely no way. She's never had sex. She's not pregnant. It's probably just her stomach. Now you guys might actually think I'm pregnant. And so (laughs) I want to avoid that. And for my own aesthetic purposes too, like I just want a flat stomach. You know, and it's really embarrassing saying this, but it's fine. I I'm owning it. I'm starting from square zero and I want to care about my bloated. Like even now I look bloated and I've barely had anything to eat. Okay, so. Yeah, I'm working on it. If you have any gut health or bloating tips for me, let me know. And if I find anything, I will be sure to let you know, okay? I'm going on this gut health gut health journey, and once it works, I'm bringing you guys all the tips. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay, out. Letting the algorithm dictate your dress code. I said this earlier a little bit, but I'll say it again. Develop your own personal style. Don't dress exactly like what you're seeing people dress like online. It's fun to look at, and it's nice to take an element of things, but buying someone's entire wardrobe, or I don't even know, just like there's there's just subsects of the internet that you can get sucked up in and they all look the same. And I'm definitely in a subsect like that. <laughs> and I, and I, I've realized that my feed looks exactly the same. All the girls are wearing the exact same things. And it's like, I don't know. I, I'm re- I really want to be my own person this year. <laughs> I really want to be my own person. And so... I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, I want to spend less time on the internet because then that will actually force me to look at my closet, to look outside, develop my own sense of style, and not follow trends. And I think that's one thing I did very good at last year is not following trends. And I, I, I'm able to do that because Lucas is really good at that. He, he... <laughs> Sometimes I tease him about this, but it's actually a good trait. Like, he likes his own stuff. He wears his own things, and he's not looking on the internet to see what people are wearing or what shoes people are buying or what's cool and trendy to wear. And that that has seeped in to my, my membrane in that last year I didn't really... Um, get sucked in too much into trends. I know the year before that I definitely did and the year before that and the one before that and the one before that. But as of 2023, I can proudly say I did not purchase one thing that was supposedly trendy. Like those um, silver sunglasses (laughs) that everyone had at one point, Um, the bows. The bows are cute, but I didn't really buy into it too much. Um, the ballet shoes, I didn't buy into that. You're probably like, what part of the internet are you on? The same one you're on, sweetheart. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm being a little sassy today. I'm sorry. I'm in my luteal phase. 
another in cycle syncing. <laughs> um, oh, okay, yeah. So no, don't let the algorithm dictate your dress code. Like something, love it, let her be. Scroll past it. You like it, you love it, you let her be. Love it and leave her alone. That's some from TikTok. Everything I see, everything I say, I'm like, a TikToker said that. And then, yeah, it's all right. In awkward moments. Let's have awkward moments. Let's not run away from them. I wrote this because this morning I was with my personal trainer and it was kind of awkward. It was kind of awkward as meeting him for the first time, 40-year-old, 48-year-old, ripped white man. And I'm telling him I want to get rid of my stomach fat and build a bigger butt. That's awkward. That's awkward for me. And so, yeah, but I just let it be awkward. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Something that really helps me with awkward moments here, especially in New York City, is that there's so many things you see in New York City every day, like the absolute craziest thing. And so when I have an awkward moment, for example, my first Pilates class at the gym, I accidentally sat my mat really close next to somebody. I didn't really understand how the mat system worked in... That was my first group class, you know, and the girls really gave me, it was a girl and her friend, and she gave me the dirtiest look, like, they gave me the dirtiest look, and they held that look for, like, at least 30 minutes, not 30 minutes, oops, at least 30 seconds, I kid you not, just with the disgust, and they were proud of showing their disgust at me, and I just sat there, I just sat there, I didn't move. And she moved away. And I wasn't even that close to her. Like, it's whatever. You know what I mean? It was my first class. I didn't know how you were supposed to arrange your mats. And there was space in front of her. But I didn't want to be in front of her because I thought that I would be blocking her. But I think now I'm realizing that you you can put your mat in front of somebody else's. What's It's fine. And then I just I made myself, I, I just reminded myself, we're in New York City. That's not the craziest thing that she's going to see today. Like me putting my mat somewhere that she thought was not okay is not the worst. Like she's going to go outside and walk and then see a homeless person vomiting on the side of the street. Like there's just nothing that I could personally do that is crazier than the things that we see in New York City every day. And so having awkward moments, even if you're in a small town, like... Everyone's going through their own things that your awkward moments is not really that big of a deal. And also, yeah, with the personal trainer, he put he took me to the weight room and I avoid the weight room like the plague ever since I signed up, which is truly just like a week ago. (laughs) I don't go there. I just go upstairs with the girlies and we do our little Pilates. We do our cycling we go, we skip the weight section, we go down to the treadmill, and then we pack our bags and go. It's kind of like a collective thing. The Pilates girls, we avoid the third floor of the gym, which is the weight. And so he took me there, and it was awkward for me. I was awkward with the machines. 
I looked like I didn't belong. I thought that everybody was staring at me, but they weren't. It was awkward, but it was okay. And let's just, let's bring awkward moments. Let's bring back awkward moments. Let's not run away from them. When you run away from an awkward moment, you deplete yourself of some of life's pleasures, such as being uncomfortable. Uncomfortability brings growth. I'm not going to see the butt I want if I if I avoid the weight section of the gym. And so let's embrace it being a little awkward. You're not going to die. And no one cares that much. In letting it brew. And this is a concept that I stumbled upon a week ago. Letting it brew is kind of like having patience with yourself. Whatever it is that you want, whatever idea that you have, not being so ready to pounce on an idea and snatch it up and make it your own. Let it brew. Whoever you want to be, your ideal version of herself, she's slowly brewing. You don't need to be her tomorrow. You don't need to be her in two weeks. Like She's going to slowly evolve, and it's, it's just stirring up inside of you. So let it brew. Sit with it. Sit with the idea. Sit with the ideal version of yourself. Sit with your newborn baby. I know she looks strange, but let her brew. Sit with, sit with it. <laughs> let it brew like coffee or like when you make tea, you make tea in the morning. Um, I make rooibos every morning and I have started drinking peppermint tea now actually. So a wide variety of teas, not really. That was just two teas that I mentioned. But you put the tea bags in, you put the water in and you you let it sit for like five minutes. And that's where the depth of flavor develops. We have been so conditioned to want things and want things fast. You think of an idea, you need it now. You want it produced fast. You want this art you're working on to be done fast. Like everything is just rapid. And then we make rapid things and they're long forgotten because just as fast as they came, that's as fast as it'll go. And so let something brew, and that's how you develop um, depth in the flavor, in the complexity, in understanding it. Let yourself brew. You know, I realized that I am not where I want to be, and I have a long way to go in who I want to be. And But I'm slowly getting there, even as I sit here today. I... I am brewing. This is this is all part of of the richness. The flavor is seeping in the water right now and it's it's getting stronger by the minute. And so sit with it. Sit with yourself, sit with your ideas, sit with your thoughts, sit with your emotions. Let them brew. Don't be so quick to want them in and out. Back to our ins and outs. Out overthinking your content if you are a content creator like me you know 
there's a lot of overthinking that comes with it. And even this podcast, like, <laughs> I struggle a lot with this. And so I'm starting to just look around. I'm looking around. I'm looking at all these people that are full-time content creators. Nothing anybody's doing is so revolutionary. Like, all these content creators that I follow and love, nothing they're doing, a few of them are really doing some outstanding work in the community. Um, but nobody's really in reinventing the wheel. Like, nobody's really becoming Einstein on this app, like on TikTok. Everyone is just, or at least the people I follow, all they're doing is sharing their knowledge, sharing their experiences, and sharing their life. You know, what they wear, what they eat, where they shop, what their homes look like. Like, it really is just the mundane things that we love to consume. And so sometimes I sit down and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not changing lives. Like, I'm just rambling. What am I saying? Like, all these things. And it's just like... Look at the people that you listen to. Look at the people that you watch. Nobody is out here, like, breaking their backs over content. Everybody is really just taking their pictures and going, like, making their episodes. And, you know, it's like, yes, there's some thought and intentionality behind it, but it's not the end-all, be-all. And so stop overthinking it and just release it. Let it go. Make it and let it go. And and I realized that a part of me was thinking that I wasn't being creative enough. And that's because I often want to replicate things that I've seen. And then I, I catch myself thinking I'm not being creative, but that's because I'm just consuming so much. And so with these ins and outs, you know, with monitoring my screen time, with letting myself be bored, with with all these things that I'm doing, that's how I'm cultivating creativity creativity within myself and then also that's how I'm developing you know my own sense of style and identity and things and and that'll help me in the long run because then I'm not like feeling so bad like oh like this content is so boring and like you know anyway I just say this to say that it's not the bigger video. You think the video needs to be perfect. You think this podcast episode needs to be perfect. You think that everything needs to be like, but then just look around. People are not like, it's nothing is like as perfect as you think it is. You know, the people that are making the episodes that you think, wow, this episode is so good or this YouTube video is so good or this Instagram post is so good. It's just like, they're just doing it and they're just putting it out there. And sure, in them, in their homes, behind the scenes, they are also doing the same thing of overthinking and thinking, is this good enough? And that's really the question that is at the forefront of overthinking content is like, is it good enough? And good enough according to whose standards, you know? Good enough for who? Is it good enough for you? If it's good enough for you, then sure, you know? And so, yeah, don't overthink it. Let this idea of it being good enough, like, let it go, like, out saying like all the time i'm really trying help me um and um <laughs> but yeah don't overthink it like just truly let it go release it okay in 
living your own life and standing out. Um, I don't think I need to expand on that. And my last in, I think I'm going to say, oh, actually, there's so much I missed. Okay, I'm going to, I have way more ins than outs, so I'm going to go through them. Yeah, living your own life, standing out, no phone for the first two hours of the day, no phone for the last hour of the day, praying for those who have hurt you, that's a really good in, and fruits and vegetables. And that concludes my ins and outs of 2024. That is a massive list of what I'm welcoming and exiling. I also want to add shutting up to that list. I really want to be quiet this year. (laughs) I know the podcast is still on, but I'm definitely practicing the art of living a quiet life, whatever that means. Moving in silence. I do want to say I had an amazing 2023. Thank you guys so much for being with me and sticking with me through it all. 2024, I have lots of goals and things. And a lot of these things that I'm implementing in my ins and outs are kind of, they're mostly goals, you know. Just because I say that it's in and it's out doesn't mean it's actually in and out. It's something that I have to let it brew inside of me. (laughs) And so... Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited for 2024. I don't know why. Maybe because I started up the year married. But I feel like there's so much goodness in store. And I'm excited to see it all unfold. So thank you for being in the kingdom. Let me know how you like this setting better if you're watching on YouTube. And I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye-bye.